Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Wednesday, March 16th. I hope you're having a good day and we welcome you to our Winning Side broadcast. Um, I hope it helps you uh, to be able to listen in. And I know every day we say what day it is, but do you ever have, you ever have days where you don't know what day it is? So uh, if I ever get it wrong, let me know, but hopefully I'll get it right and hopefully I'll keep us all on the same day. But today is Wednesday, last time I checked, and it is uh, our church day. We're excited about our prayer meeting and our Bible study tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll have our teens on target. They'll meet. We'll also have our master club program for the children. Uh, I mention those things uh, every Wednesday, and some of you may wonder, well, what in the world is a master club? You know, what kind of thing is that? Well, of course, uh, Jesus Christ, he's the master. He's the king. And uh, it's a uh, time for the children. They learn Bible verses. Uh, they have Bible stories. They have an activity time. And uh, they, uh, they, they get to have their own program on Wednesday nights. And we have a great uh, host of workers that run that and help that. Uh, and it's, it's a wonderful program. And then our teens on target, <clears throat> our teens start out in the auditorium, but then they are dismissed for their Bible study on Wednesday nights. Uh, Brother Caleb's going to do that tonight. And um, it's, I'm excited about the service. I'm looking forward to being together with God's people. And if you don't have a church, let me tell you, the radio is great, but the radio is not a substitute for church. Uh, the exception would be if you can't go to church. You're just, you're not physically able. Obviously, we understand in that case. Uh, but if you can be in church, you ought to be in church. You say, well, I, I'm uncomfortable or I'm this or that. Well, we've all got excuses. Everybody's got excuses. Uh, I've got excuses why I don't exercise. None of my excuses are good, uh, but I've got them. But you may not do this, that, or you may not do a project, but you can't miss uh, the most important thing that God has given us, that He has given to His people, those who have been saved. He's given us the church, and I hope you'll take advantage of the opportunity to be in church. We're looking forward to that. We welcome those listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, those that are on our radio app and those on our podcast, and then those watching on Facebook and those watching on YouTube. We welcome you today. I hope you're having a great day. Happy birthday today to Hamilton Morris. A happy birthday today to Linda Overton, and then a happy anniversary today to Thomas and Melissa Dixon. I hope you folks have a great day, and I thank the Lord for you. Um, I saw uh, Sunday, uh, I saw you, Thomas, you were up in the sound booth, and Melissa, you were in your spot, but I hope you have a great anniversary today, and we thank the Lord for you. Let's be in prayer for our church, pray for our school. Of course, it's been spring break this week, and I miss not having chapel today, but I'll be honest with you, we've been able to get caught up on some things, and of course, uh, we've got Brother Dan uh, and his family, they're coming back. Uh, Brother Nathan and his family, they're coming back from their trips, and so we're just kind of getting everybody all back together. As a matter of fact, I just messaged the guys this morning, Friday, we're going to have a meeting. It's going to be the first meeting we've had in a long time where we got everybody all together, and uh, we've got a lot of exciting things planned for this spring uh, here at Victory Baptist Church. I want to tell you, it's going to sneak up on us. 
but we've got our Friend Day coming up on March 27th. That's a Sunday, and Friend Day is on Sunday, and then Spring Revival, Monday night, Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, with Dr. R.B. Willette, and he is a powerful preacher. You don't want to miss it. And then, did you know Easter Sunday is just about a month away? It's hard to believe that's around the corner as well. Uh, here's a great song I want you to hear. It's an old song. It's really talking about heaven. It's talking about uh, how we, we take that trip from this life to the next, from the temporal to the eternal. And this is an old song. I remember uh, hearing the Hudson sisters. That was Dr. Curtis Hudson's daughters. They used to sing, and they used to sing this song. I was at the conference last week in California, and I got to hear this trio sing this song. It's Miss Grace's sister and brother-in-law, and then another man in the church. They sing uh, this uh, song. They sing the Revival Trio, Sailing Away. I hope you enjoy it. And then after this song, we'll get into our Bible study, and we'll be in the book of Psalms, Psalm 22 for today. The waters are smooth And the sailing seems so easy
amen for that great song. That's a good song. I think it's an old song, uh, but a powerful song. Sailing away. And uh, one of these days, we're going to be sailing away from here. And uh, glory land is just in sight. Hallelujah for that. And I thank the Lord for that good song. Let's look at Psalm 22. Uh, we have talked about some different psalms. We talked about Psalm 1, um, which is a, a psalm reminds you a lot of Proverbs. Uh, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Uh, we saw Psalm 8. Uh, o Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who hath set thy glory above the heavens. And more of an instructional psalm, a psalm of praise. Uh, we've seen Psalm 19, talks about creation, talks about the Bible, uh, very much of, of an instructional kind of a psalm. You could imagine that the, 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 the Hebrews, they would teach those songs to their children. And in teaching those songs, they were teaching their children about God, teaching their children about the Bible, and so important. Well, remember we covered Psalm 2. Psalm 2, uh, the, Bible said, uh, the Bible says, Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Uh, the Lord shall laugh at their calamity. He shall have them in derision. You remember that? We said that was a messianic psalm. But that psalm that prophesies of the Messiah, that's a prophecy about the second coming. That's a, a prophecy about the millennial reign when Jesus comes back and he defeats the armies of the world and he sets up his kingdom on this earth for a thousand years and he'll, he'll rule with a rod of iron. We, we know about that. The Bible talks about it in Revelation. Uh, but that was a messianic. But here in Psalm 22, we have another messianic psalm dealing with the Messiah. That's what the term messianic refers to. But this is a, a, a psalm that deals with the crucifixion. This is a psalm that deals with Jesus Christ on the cross. Would you notice Psalm 22, verse 1? The psalmist, now this is David speaking, but these are actual words. This is actual language that Jesus used and quoted on the cross and says in verse 1, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring, my crying out? Uh, oh, my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season am not silent, but thou art holy. O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel, our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. They cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. Verse 6, but I am a worm and no man a reproach of men and despised of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head saying, he trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. And we, we go through this psalm, uh, verse number 13, they gaped upon me with their mouths as a, a ravening and a roaring lion. Verse 14, uh, David writes, he says, I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. Uh, my strength is dried up like a potsherd. Uh, my tongue cleaveth to my jaws, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. Verse 17, I may tell all my bones. They look and stare upon me. Verse 18, they part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord, my strength haste thee to help me. 
we see in this psalm so many references to, uh, to Jesus on the cross and the very words that he would quote as he cried out uh, on Calvary. We see in verse number one, we see the phrase, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Jesus said that in Matthew 27, 46 and Mark 15, 34, because as Jesus hung on the cross, he had upon him who he, uh, bore our sin in his own body on the tree. He had the sins of all mankind upon him. And God the Father turned away because of God's holiness. He could not look upon all of the sin. And so Jesus cried out, God, why have you forsaken me? Notice verse number 14. He says, I'm poured out like water. Uh, and uh, verse number 14 in John 19, 34, we see that when they, uh, uh, when they, they pierced his side, uh, out of his body came blood and water. Uh, verse number 16, uh, they pierced my hands and my feet. And of course, they did pierce him with those, uh, those nails that they put into his hands and his feet. That's found in John 19, 34. And then John 19, 37, they shall look on him whom they pierced. Also found in Zechariah 12, 10, the Old Testament prophecies of the Messiah. And then verse number 18, they part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. John 19, Luke 23, that's exactly what they did. They parted his raiments and they cast lots for uh, his vesture. We see this is a messianic psalm. This is a psalm that David wrote when he felt forsaken when he felt like he was all alone. We don't know for sure if this was David running from Saul, his father-in-law. We're not sure if this may be when David was running from Absalom, his own son, his own family, who was trying to kill him. But can I tell you this? We also see that this is what Jesus endured at Calvary. And Jesus experienced uh, the, the God of heaven, the, the, his heavenly father, his, his father turned his back and can I tell you, because Jesus experienced that, you and I will never have to experience that. God has promised us that He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Let me give you today just a couple thoughts. I know we won't get through them all, but let me give you a couple thoughts of what we should do when we feel forsaken. Number one, I'll say this. When you feel forsaken, you can pray, and I can pray. David cries out and he says, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? He says in verse 2, Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season, and am not silent. Can I tell you, there's times when you think that God cannot hear and you think that God is not listening. But I want to encourage you, child of God, when you feel forsaken, you can pray because God has never forsaken you. God has never forsaken me. Verse number 19, be not thou far from me, O Lord. O my strength, haste thee to help me. Uh, maybe you're listening today and maybe you're feeling like David. Maybe you feel forsaken. Maybe your family has turned on you. Maybe your friends have turned on you. Maybe your health has turned on you. Maybe your finances have turned on you. Maybe it seems like the whole world is against you. Well, what do you do when you feel forsaken? Well, number one, you can pray. Uh, don't ever forget that God wants us to pray. I, I preached about it Sunday morning that we are to pray always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. We should pray. Uh, don't give up on prayer. Don't ever give up. Just keep on praying. But then number two, 
I think when we feel forsaken, number two, I think there's some things we should remember. Verse number four, David said this. He said, our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted and thou didst deliver them. I love this. You know what David said? He said, God, you did it before. You came through before. I've heard about it. I've seen it. I've watched how you answered prayer for our fathers. I've seen what they went through. And God, you answered their prayers. And he said, I just believe that you can do it again. I like the song that says, what he's done for others, he'll do for you. With arms wide open, he'll pardon you. It is no secret what God can do. David said, our fathers trusted in thee. I want to ask you today, will your children be able to say this about you? Will my children be able to say this about me? When our children go through difficult times, will they be able to say, hey, I know this, mommy and daddy trusted God. Hey, I know this, my parents, they trusted God. I know my grandparents trusted God and I saw how God came through for them. And if God could do it for them, we just believe that God can do it for us. When you feel forsaken, when you feel you're like you're all alone, number one, don't forget to pray. And then number two, remember. Remember what God has done in the past. And He is the God. Yes, He's the God of yesterday. And yes, He's the God of tomorrow. But He's also the God of today. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I hope you have a good day. We'll pick up tomorrow where we left off here in Psalm 22 in this messianic psalm that deals with the Messiah, Jesus on the cross, and some lessons that we can learn when we feel forsaken. God bless you. Hope you have a great day. Look forward to seeing you tonight at our prayer meeting and Bible study, 7 o'clock here at Victory Baptist Church. I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, Would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.